Hello and welcome to That's Not Educational with Gloria Kale. That's me. Today, we will explore the deep science of fingerprints. Super useful or fun roller coaster? Stick around to find out. First, I want to thank Mr. Hoover um, for joining us today. You're welcome. Tell us about yourself. My name is David Hoover. I live in Springfield, Tennessee. I have a family of myself, my wife, and two children. Uh, I've lived in Tennessee my entire life, and I've uh, got a bachelor's degree in biology from David Lipscomb University. Cool. Cool. Now, what is your job called, and what is it? My job is called, um, well, my title is Special Agent Forensic Scientist. I am assigned to the Latent Fingerprint Unit in the uh, Tennessee Bureau of Investigation. And my job is to compare evidence from crimes that so that I can actually see if I can find uh, fingerprints or palm prints and capture them. And when I mean capture, I mean photograph or uh, lift, something of that nature. And then I can compare them to individuals to see if that I can identify those individuals to the person who touched whatever the piece of evidence is. How do you get that job? I have a degree in biology, which is a life science. And at the time that I was hired on, you had to have a life science degree uh, and you had to have a certain amount of chemistry hours. And then you, for what I do with the fingerprints, you were pretty much trained on the job. Since it's a little bit more popular now, there have been a lot of uh, colleges and universities that have created forensic science degrees. Uh, so you get a little bit more training in school, whereas my, all of my training was actually at the, the Bureau. Amazing. <laughs> now, why did you get that job? Why? Why? I was always fascinated with forensic science ever since I was a kid. And the opportunity came and one of the openings was fingerprints. In fact, with my biology degree, I was hoping more for uh, DNA or something of that nature, but they had the opening in for uh, fingerprints and I've enjoyed it ever since. What is the science behind fingerprints? The main science behind fingerprints is that when you touch an object, you may leave the reproduction of your fingerprint ridges on that object uh, in the sweat and oils that your body produces. And that fingerprint can then be, like I said before, captured, photographed, uh, lifted, and then used to identify it to somebody. And they are, the other part of the science is that the fingerprints are permanent and they're unique to every individual person. Can you tell the difference between fingerprint? Have you ever seen a fingerprint, Gloria? Like yeah. on a mirror or a window? Mm -hmm. Sometimes when my hands are very greasy, mm -hmm. like when I'm eating like a big burger or something. Mm -hmm. um, they're delicious, by the way. Yes. Yes, they are. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
a marker mm -hmm. on my fingers. I can see my fingerprint. So, mm -hmm. yes, I have seen fingerprints before. So they look like ridges, right? Yeah, they're just little, little, little ridges and valleys. Mm -hmm. And those fingerprint ridges and the valleys will form patterns. And that's the first level, as we call it, to actually identify to somebody because there's only a few patterns and everybody can have the same pattern. Uh, the main three patterns are whirls, arches, and loops. And so that's only three patterns for everybody in the world. There's a few other that break down. There's a few other patterns that break down inside those uh, three. But you cannot identify somebody just on the pattern. But when you look at the ridges really close, you see that those ridges will split like a road driving away and then forking out or they will end. And those what we call points or minutia, those ending ridges, those what we call bifurcations, which is what, what, what a word that means forking or dividing. When you have those in certain places, you can use them to identify to somebody, because if you touch, let's say you touch a glass, like I'm touching this, although this is not a great surface, but it, it's a good demonstration and I'm thirsty. Um, you may leave those patterns behind. You may leave those ridges, a reproduction of those ridges behind on that glass. And then you use those little points, those little minutia to be able to compare to a known impression of an individual and be able to match it to that person so that they would be able to match any fingerprints off of here to me. Wow. Isn't that kind of cool? Yes, very. You know, mm -hmm. I always thought that a fingerprint would make an amazing roller coaster if it was all connected and had loop-de-loops. <laughs> it would. In fact, it might be so loop-de-loop uh, that it would make you dizzy. Yes. The next question is, what? purposes do you use fingerprints for? We actually we actually use uh fingerprints for a whole lot of things um obviously you can use fingerprints to catch criminals or catch individuals that may uh do a crime you can use them to identify people like uh when you go in a place that's highly secure they may take your fingerprint or you can use them uh, to unlock your computer with your fingerprint. Uh, they can also identify people who have unfortunately passed away and they may not know exactly who that person is. In fact, we do this a lot at my job. And so they send us their fingerprints and then we pull their card, their what we call a known impression, which is the fingerprints of a person that we know who they are. And we compare them so that we can identify them. And that way they can, their family knows the unfortunate truth, but that way the, what needs to happen can happen. They can identify that person and figure out who that person is. Now, what's the weirdest fingerprint that you've ever seen? Oh, I was thinking about that today. And I really don't know because I have seen 
thousands upon thousands upon thousands of fingerprints and palm prints. And in fact, actually, some of the weirder ones are palm prints because they have patterns way up here sometimes. And sometimes they have them way down here. And they're just really kind of cool looking. Awesome. Have you ever caught a criminal for their fingerprint? Yes, I have. In fact, I've caught, caught's a hard word because I don't really go out and catch them and arrest them. But I have developed fingerprints on evidence that has identified to people that the police or the agency that is working the crime never knew anything about until I was able to identify the fingerprint off of whatever piece of evidence it, it might be. Cool. Now for the last and final question. Wait, that's the same thing. And it is. Got any jokes? I thought of one just a few minutes ago, and it is a true dad joke. I'm interested. I'm hoping that you know what smelling salts are. Do you know what smelling salts are? What are they? It's a chemical. It's ammonia that you can rave under somebody's nose when they have fainted to awake them up. Okay. Here's the joke. So what do you get when you cross a panda with smelling salts? Uh, I don't know. Pandemonium. Okay. I told you it's a dad joke. It's bad. (laughs) (laughs) And thank you again for joining me, Mr. Hoover. Thank you very much for having me, Gloria. This was a very interesting podcast. I am very happy. I can't wait to go on that fingerprint roller coaster. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for joining me today in this month's episode of That's Not Educational with me, Gloria Kale. Bye!